Welcome to episode seven of the Whatever's in Season Sports Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Alex. We're a mom and son, and we're huge sports fans. Each week, we'll be talking about our favorite sport, which of course is Whatever's in Season. On deck today, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat in the NFL, a hiccup in the World Series schedule, the Vols meet the Dogs in a high-stakes showdown, and an alternate football league has named its teams. We start with Season 1, the NFL. So as we're recording today, uh, it is Tuesday, and it was the NFL trade deadline. It just passed, uh, like, two hours ago. It yeah. It was 4 o'clock today. Um, I didn't see any giant like blockbuster trades there's a few pretty some names that we know um chase claypool was probably the biggest name i remember seeing maybe yeah because he's going to the bears now to he could yeah, yeah. justin fields could use the help could yeah use some more wide receivers yeah claypool's a pretty pretty solid receiver so that'll be good for him your dolphins made a move of a few moves actually <laughs> So the main one from the Dolphins was Bradley Chubb, who they got from the Broncos exchanging for a couple picks and Chase Edmonds. So, yeah. Gave up a solid running back, but pretty good defensive acquirement. Uh, a linebacker back in return, so that's a that's a good help. So, um and then there was sort of a last minute like right at the deadline the Colts traded um a, a running back to Buffalo. Which I think that's interesting that Buffalo's making a move, you know, right at yeah. the deadline like that. They're, you know, man, I forgot his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Raheem Hines. Raheem Hines. So that I mean, I think that's really interesting because you know Buffalo's going all in for the Super Bowl, right? They anything less than making the Super Bowl this year, I think, is a disappointment for them, considering the success they've had the past couple of seasons and how they've fallen just short. I think you know, hey, maybe it's the Bills' year. Yeah. I mean, what's their record now? It's pretty high, I know that. Five and two. Six and one. Six and one, sorry. My apologies. Six and one. <laughs> I, I actually didn't think they were that good. Yeah, they've only lost two. Dun, dun, dun. The Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep, I have pride in that. <laughs> and the Dolphins are still doing well. Yeah, five and three. And a team not doing as well. Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three and five now after losing on Thursday Night Football. I mean, okay, the Ravens are a team that lots of teams lose to. I get it. They're they're not that great. They they're they were beatable. They should have been beatable, especially yeah. at home. At least it was close though. Twenty seven, twenty two. Yeah, well, close doesn't get you anything, baby. <laughs> um, but I think. You know, if as I said last week, a few weeks ago, I sat here and said, "Well, you know, I'm not too worried." And you know, they have winnable games coming. Yet, this I was think, kind of one of them. I think I've gone into sort of panic mode now. They've got the Rams coming up next week. Um, it, I, you know, there was a there's a a person on Twitter, a former sports reporter at Bay News Nine that I follow named Chris Torello. Hi, Chris Torello, if you're out there, and he had a really good, you know. A, helpful take where he said look there are still seven games out there that the Bucks should win so you know that makes them I don't know 
10, 12 and 3, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, 10 and 5, 10, whatever it is. No, not that. I can't do the math, but whatever it is. A winning record, probably winning the division, still making oh, yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. So it's not the time to panic. And that's helpful. And I treated back a, a gif of like crossed fingers, right? I hope, I hope, I hope. Um, the only problem I have with this is that they should have beaten the um, Panthers and they should have beaten the Steelers. So they've already lost two games they really should have won. So I'm worried now about who they're going to beat. <laughs> so also something that's helping the Bucks a little bit too is that the rest of their division isn't that good either. That is helpful. The Falcons won and took the lead in the division this past weekend, but they're only four and four. The Bucks yep, are one three game and back. five. Yeah, it's it's really not terrible um but it feels terrible (laughs) and kind of to include the ravens in this conversation i saw a stat when i was watching thursday night football like you know just looking at the ticker their three losses they have they were only losing in those three games one minute and 37 seconds if i'm correct yeah all because they, they were losing blew, it the last they blew the game literally so the ravens might be better than we account them for that's true yeah, well, if, and that's, I think they are. I think that the Ravens are always a dangerous team. They have, you know, Lamar Jackson is is a good quarterback. and But still, I, I mean, it's It was definitely win. winnable. Yeah. Because yeah. the Bucks should be it's, up again, there, too. Again, especially at home. All right, enough of my misery. Let's talk about an undefeated team. Yep, the Philadelphia Eagles taking a big win from the not so big Steelers. Seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, the Battle of Battle of uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, are seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, that's nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming. And there's also kind of a big contrast in this past game between quarterbacks. Kenny Pick at 191 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. Jalen Hurts, 285 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's something. But, you know, Kenny Pickett is a is a rookie. You know, this is only, what, his, like, second start? Something yeah, like something like that, second yeah. So, you know, he's doing well for a rookie. Um, or well enough, I guess. Um, yeah. And, you know, the Steelers have decided to just get him ready for the future. But Jalen Hurts is doing what he needs to do. Yeah, he's way better than I expected going into this year. Yeah, there were questions about him, but he's turned out to be to be the dude. And then we have last night having been Halloween. Yep. Everybody was out doing their trick-or-treating and having fun, doing Halloween stuff. Yeah, and, like, everybody in Riverview. And there are so many people that go to our neighborhood for trick-or-treating. Our neighborhood is very popular for trick-or-treating, and we wear costumes every year and hand out candy. Even though you're a little old for trick-or-treating itself now, you like to kind of hang with us and give out the candy. So we have fun with that. But a team that did not have fun on Halloween was probably the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. (laughs) They got... They got throttled by the Browns. Browns. I'm surprised. I was surprised when I saw this score. I mean, it seems like you could never count or count on the Bengals at this point. They're they're so rocky this season. Yeah, it's it doesn't look good for the Bengals. Sometimes Joe Burrow and um, Jamar Chase show their potential, and sometimes they don't. Chase is out now, right? Oh yeah, he is. I forgot about that. 
I mean, okay, that so Burrow. Help. That doesn't help. But yeah, Burrow's been inconsistent anyway. But, but I, you know, the Bengals' dream of going back to the Super Bowl maybe might might be burst. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Since, like I'm saying, they're too inconsistent. Yeah. So, but, you know, hey, the Browns, Browns did what they had to do. Yeah. Now let's move on to Season 2, Major League Baseball. And, of course, it's World Series time right now, but there hasn't been a World Series game since last week. Yeah. <laughs> so, because... Because Philadelphia's weather is acting up. And... Yeah. So, last night, and this actually brought back memories of the Rays-Phillies um, game back in 2000, or yeah. series back in 2008, and that was really ugly. Mm- Mother um, Nature always finds a way to haunt oh, very the Phillies good. Oh, in the good. World Series. Well, they won that World Series against the Rays, so maybe it's a good sign for them. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, so last night's game um, that the in Philadelphia against the Astros got rained out. So they will be playing game three tonight. Yep. Um, and that series is tied right now. 1-1. One, one. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Does this bode well for the Phillies? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. I mean, the fact is, I thought that the Astros might sweep because <laughs> they swept all their other yeah, series in I the mean, playoffs. So keep up their momentum. But the Phillies also have momentum, like I was saying last week, too. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a head-on collision between the two. So It'll be interesting. They're continuing with their same weird timing tonight of the night of recording, 8.03. By tomorrow, somebody will have won and took the lead of the series. Yeah, that's right. Whoever wins tonight will be up 2-1, to one, so... And then on the day of recording, Verlander versus Syndergaard will be the matchup. That'll be a good one. Oh, yeah, that is a good matchup. You're right. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, we'll probably watch that, I would, or at least part of it. <laughs> I think we'd we, watch everyone. We can't watch all of it because you have to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> because you're in seventh grade and you have school tomorrow. Which, you know, it would be nice if they would have some day games because then you could watch them. But Yeah. Oh, well. doesn't work that way. And now let's head into Season 3, College Football. So, another sad day for a, for a fan. My Gators lost to Georgia. The Georgia Bulldogs being the juggernaut that they are. Yeah. But... That means there's a big old showdown coming this weekend when the Bulldogs meet the Tennessee Volunteers. Where is that game? Are they playing it in Athens? Um, d- I, I think so, because I think College Game Day is going to be there. Yep, yep, yeah. I remember that, College Game Day, yep. Yeah, so that sets up uh, all the all the marbles just about in the SEC East. For, well, for kind of in the College... In college football in general, first ranked versus second ranked. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Number one versus number two. So that's as we've been saying all along, one of them's going to knock the other out. Yeah. So you really want to talk about this Florida-Georgia game? Cause Just I... one aspect of it. All right. How back in the second half, when Georgia was beating Florida 28-3, to um, I was like, just watch Florida make the comeback. That would be so funny. Yeah. And then... Like, just at the end of the third quarter, about, it was 28-20. to 20. Florida making it close. That's like, no way. There was a moment there where it looked like they might they might come back, but they ended up losing by 22 and then points. And Stetson <laughs> bedded and the rest of the dogs yeah, pulling black. away. 
And in another surprise, well, not really a surprise. The other one wasn't a surprise. This one is. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas State takes care of Oklahoma State. Oh, my goodness. 48 to, to nothing. nothing. A ninth ranked in the country lost by 48. How did that happen? They didn't even get a point. How did they? They got shut out by Kansas State. Well, I guess Kansas State is something, but my goodness. Well, I mean, they already had two losses going into it, so yeah. that's kind of, and that's very odd. So they have the same record now, so they're both 6-2, and two. so I guess they might be tied for, like, they're, they're Yeah, they're up there the with TCU. 12. Oh, okay. TCU's probably the favorite at this point. Yeah. That's crazy. 48 to nothing. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Four touchdowns from the Kansas State quarterback alone. The running back getting one himself, and the defense kind of doing the rest of the work. Right. Obviously, the defense probably the star of the show. Not giving up anything against ninth ranked in the nation. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's congratulations, Kansas State. Texas A&M had really high hopes coming into this season, and that has not panned out, has it? No. Three and five now, probably one of the worst teams in the SEC. And, yeah. And, and they play Florida next, I think. Really? I think. Okay. I think that, that should be at so this rate an easy Come on, Gators. Let's win one, Gators. Come on. Come on, Gators. Get up and go. Okay. <laughs> I always say that. That's a, that's yeah. one of the Gators' cheers, and I've always said it reminds me of, like, come on, Gators. Get up and go already. <laughs> yeah. Probably <laughs> like the most more, relatable chant. It's more of pleading than anything. I've been through some sad, sad Florida Gator seasons all the years I've been a, a fan, but... But yeah, I mean, Jimbo Fisher for all the recruiting, you know. Yeah, he's been re- he's been re- on fire in terms of recruiting lately. Yeah, and but it's it's not really paying off, at least not yet. I think this recruiting class this year was like the number one in the country, so they might get better down the road. Yeah, when that's that kind that's class... kind of how football happens. Like, yeah. it takes a couple of years for the players to get it developed can. and stuff like that. It can. So we'll see what happens with A&M. Hopefully they lose to Florida this week. <laughs> Other sort of big news, um, Auburn fired their head coach. Yeah. I don't think any, at least I didn't see that coming. That seemed like a surprise to me, especially. Even though Auburn is kind of on a downfall, their quarter, or their coach has kind of been serving them well. I guess during the season, too, it's it's kind of unusual to just fire your coach. I mean, yeah. sometimes they'll do it if you know it's coming, like, you know, the Gators fired Dan Mullen during the season last year, but you know, that that was that had to happen. There were lots of reasons why. So but um yeah, so I don't know what Auburn where Auburn goes. Yeah, where next. Auburn goes from that, yeah. But I guess we'll follow that. Probably story. have an interim for a moment. Oh yeah, of course. All right, so now let's hit the new AP top twenty five and one and two, one, two, three, four, all the same, yeah? Five, six, seven, and eight. Five, six, seven, eight. So Well, two has changed to Tennessee. Oh, well, oh, was that a, it was Ohio State last year? It was Ohio State, yeah. Okay. So Georgia, Tennessee. Oh, no. What? What? I am looking at the poll, and I just kind of had a moment here. Both Tennessee and Ohio State are tied in terms of AP poll rankings. That's not something you see often. Oh, yeah. Well... Two and one, two, two, four. Oh, they're four. tied for two. You know what? I saw that on ESPN the other day. Yeah, yeah that's they, right. They're tied for two. Kind of that's a rarity weird. in college football. Yeah, that's very weird. All right, so, but the way they have them listed is... It's pretty much the same as Georgia, the top eight. Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan, and then Clemson and Alabama 
round out the top six. And then TCU coming up out of nowhere mm-hmm. in the Big 12. Yeah. Probably top candidate. Yeah. And as for the rest of it, the movement starts at number nine, USC going up one after another win. Kansas State, we were just talking about them and their stunner moving up to sixth or moving up to 13th, actually. Biggest, well, second biggest mover to Wake Forest, who lost a pretty big game, moves down to 20th. That's 10 spots down. Yeah. That's a big drop, yeah. And Syracuse also moving down. They were looking pretty good for what they normally are, and now they're starting to be more like what they were. Liberty, with one loss, made it in to the top 25 to 23rd going down from other receiving votes up to there. And UCF staying at at spot number 25 mm-hmm. after they got a win against UC, um, Cincinnati. Oh. And Texas leads the um, other receiving votes. And Kentucky not far behind even after their recent loss against Tennessee. Wow. Look at the teams that dropped out. That's a lot. And also Troy is down there with seven votes. I mean, look at the teams that others receive that aren't in the poll. Texas, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Washington. um, Florida State, Mississippi State. I mean, teams that were in the poll. Not too long ago. At the beginning of the season, yeah, so... That just goes to show you never know what can happen in a season. You, and that, and that's why preseason polls are so tough. You don't know what you these teams are going to do. Yeah, even like in the games, like w- with what we saw with Oklahoma State, we don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next up, season four, the NHL. So the Lightning have bounced back a little bit. We were a little worried about them earlier in the season, but it feels like they're starting to get things rolling again. They won 5-4-0 at this point. Is their their record. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they've they've they're on the winning side now. They're above 500, so that's good. It's still again very very early in the season. Lots and lots of games left. Yeah. But it's good to see them back on the... <laughs> back, back on, on the, the upside. Yeah, yeah, that makes us happy. All right, you. we talked about your uh, conspiracy theory well, last time. national television. On national television. Now, what was your theory again? That some teams are getting more respect than others. As far as, as national at specific games, times, yeah. nationally televised games mm-hmm. go. And you're noticing that it's still happening. Yep. The peng- the Penguins today on the day of recording and the day of publishment tomorrow, both Penguins on national TV, ESPN today and TNT tomorrow, <laughs> and yeah, so so now it's the Penguins another, getting the love, you another think. streak, <laughs> and then the Bruins getting the next two out of the three days on national TV. It's like a bunch of teams are just. And then featuring on NHL Network on Saturday. Wow. So That's the Bruins? Yep. Uh, so maybe they, they have, like, theme weeks. Like, this week it's gonna it's the Penguins, and then it's the Bruins. Maybe they're just I feel doing... like they should kind of <laughs> spread it around each week, though. Yeah. Like, not, like, because then, like, just one whole week you're seeing the Bruins the whole time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, a, it's just a theme they're going with. <laughs> 
Well, again, hockey season's really long, so we'll just keep following it, and we'll have more to say as it goes along. See what changes. That's right. So now let's go on to our bonus topics. The World Cup countdown continues. The XFL announces its teams. Live Golf crowns a champion. And is a legendary soccer player coming to Miami? Hmm. That was not intended. (laughs) We just both thought to do that. That was funny. Uh, So the World Cup. We talked about a little bit last week. Uh, is about to get started. What do we need to know about the World Cup, Mr. Soccer Man? So, actually, Siri's going to make another guest appearance. How many days until November 20th? It's 19 days until then. 19 days well, yeah, today's until... today's November 1st. You oh! Oh, my... <laughs> I was thinking it was October! <laughs> no! <laughs> you could have done that in your head. That's seventh grade math, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so in 19 days... I, I just thought it was October, okay? <laughs> That's okay. So in 19 days, 19 we've days. established it's 19 days. World Cup soccer will be starting in Qatar. Yep. And this is the first, ca- first game, Qatar-Ecuador? Yep, at 11 a.m. our time. It'll be a primetime game in, in Doha, but... Oh, 11 a.m. So we can actually watch games. Yeah. Most. Well, yeah, let we, me, I mean you. Yeah. You can still <laughs> I'll watch, watch it. the games when, like when the, the US, U.S. plays. Yeah. On, on the day after, the U.S. is playing against Wales at 2. That's a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be able to see so that. When we, so when I come back from school. Yeah. Be able to watch some World Cup soccer. Right. In a few weeks. So where could we find the schedule? This is, what are we looking at? Is this CBS Sports? Yeah, this is CBS Sports. So, so you can, pretty much any sports app, you can check the schedule. Some apps you can see where it's televised. It's on Fox and all the Fox Sports networks okay. throughout. Is the, there like a World Cup? There probably is. Website? Yeah, yeah there's a website. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're we looking at the CBS Sports app. Um, and that also has, that's actually really handy because it has all of them laid out and it also the, tells you where they're going to be airing on TV and that's what And there are a bunch of other ones like that, Fox Sports, ESPN, get the gist. So any of your sports apps will have the schedule. So again, we'll have more to say about that as it gets closer. And as it starts. That too. I guess you'll have stuff to say about it. Yeah. So... Some of you may have been around when the old XFL started um, back years ago when there was a guy named He Hate Me was one of the team was one of the names on the back of his jersey. Um, it was run by um, Vince McMahon, the wrestling guy. Um, well, it's it's and then it came back and then it stopped again because and of COVID. Because of COVID, and now it's coming back again. And you like these alternate leagues, like you really like the USFL. Yeah, I like following them. And you, stuff like that. You really that. like the USFL. You're, what, there was another one, the A, A The AAF, AAF back in 2019. So all and these they went All these alternate football leagues, you kind of get a kick out of following these. So. And the sad thing about them is that they some of them don't last long. Yeah. But well, then, right. But then, like, the XFL, they're resilient through COVID, through the through their apparently not good enough start back in 2000. Yeah. So, um, the XFL is set to come back again, and they have announced the names and cities of their teams. Our city 
is not going to have a team in this one. We have teams all kinds of other leagues, but we're not going to have a team here in the XFL. Yeah, and in, and back in 2020, we did. We did. And, like, I would think, or I thought initially that maybe they'd just keep the same teams because it was kind of working out. Was that the Vipers? Yeah, Vipers. Yeah. And we'll get to them in a moment, but they move cities. Oh. Or their, or their name, at least. Oh, all right. There's a few kind of... Or there's a little bit of mixing and matching from the old Vipers to the teams that they're in now. Okay, so let's just run through these names real quick here. So first off, we have the Arlington Renegades. And you might start noticing a trend, and I'll kind of address it before anything, or before you guys get suspicious. There are three teams in Texas, which is... Wow. Which I kind of think, like, you know, include Tampa, and there's still two teams in Texas. That's kind of like a Because I thing. saw Arlington Renegades, and my first thought was that it's Arlington, Virginia, for some reason. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's Arlington, Texas. Arlington, Texas, okay. yep. All right. And then next up, the D.C. Defenders, which will be playing in D.C. United, the MLS team stadium, like they did before. So it's pretty much the same team, but with a new logo. Which actually kind of like better includes the D and the C. Next up, the Houston Roughnecks. They have a simplified logo with the same oil Reich thing, but more like an H. Yeah. And then the the half replacement for the um, Vipers, the Orlando Guardians. And like I was saying, they're kind of mixing and matching from the old Vipers. It's the same colors as the Vipers. But then the Viper's name went to Vegas with different colors. This makes sense for us not having a team then, if there's a team in Orlando. Yeah, and the way they and the way the XFL has been doing it, they're kind of trying to be the Florida team. Okay. Yeah. And they're going to be playing in Camping World Stadium. A few bowl games have been played there and yep. stuff like that. Yep. And then next up, the San Antonio Brahmas. The Brahmas. S- Brahmas. Sorry. Um, yep. They will be playing in the Alamo Dome, and they kind of have, like, a clever logo and showing the B and Brahma's kind of like a football it's a type bull. of thing, too. It's a a bull. Uh, USF used to be the Brahma Bulls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember Way back that. when. Yeah, no, you weren't well, alive not, yet, but you not know the that. story. I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, USF, so that's what, yeah, the, it's a bull. Yeah. So that's basically what their logo is, but they kind of have lightning on their horns. It kind of looks like it, yeah. 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 And then next, kind of staying with the same theme as in 2020 with the Seattle Dragons. This year it's the Seattle Sea Dragons. They're going to be playing where the Seahawks play, Lumen Field. And kind of clever how they incorporated the S Mm -hmm. with the dragon there. Shaped like a dragon. And, like, a lot of similarities from the um, 2020 season. Like I was saying, they're staying with the Dragons theme, same colors. Just real quick, too, just something I'm looking at the coaches. So the Seattle coach is Jim Hazlitt. He was a he was he coached in the NFL years ago. Heinz Ward was a wide receiver for the Steelers. Um, let's see. Wade Phillips, uh, son of Bum Phillips, who was a Houston Oilers coach. And Wade Phillips coached the Cowboys and other teams. Um Bob Stoops is the Arlington coach, and he, of course, was a longtime head coach of Oklahoma and a former defensive coordinator for the Florida Gators. And he also... So got some big names. 
And also, he has an NFL connection, or XFL connection, too. He was with the old Renegades in Dallas, leading them to 2-3. and three. Is this the league that The Rock owns? Yeah. Okay. All right, so we've been watching Live Golf for the last several weeks, and now it's done for the season. They have they crowned their champions in Miami at uh, Doral yep. last weekend. So who won? Who's the big winner in Live Golf? So this week was the team championship. Justin Johnson already was the best individual. But the four aces took the 2022 championship in a very close final. And, yeah. And they did match play in the first two days, which was kind of interesting to see. And then normal stroke play with the final four teams. Can I just say one of the funny things about watching Liv to me is seeing the the players all running around in shorts. Yeah. Since <laughs> Some they of these guys the shouldn't show their legs. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Skip leg day in life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so weird to see. I mean, I know that like normal people when they play golf, they play in shorts, but watching professionals pro, go- pro golfers running around a golf course in shorts it's kind of funny so that tells you a little bit about what live is there it's yeah just they're different... kind of they're just pretty much a rebel league it's a different beast and so live comes back they start they have a new season starting next yeah, year to 2023 it's gonna they were saying kind of that this season is the beta season yeah. and that next year is when the Real fun starts. Okay. 14 events spanning from February to sometime around now, like October. Okay. And yeah. And I guess kind of interesting for us locally, there's supposed to be two events in Florida. Oh. So. Well, you know, this is the place to come. Yeah. <laughs> and now we end with a question. Is Lionel Messi... Coming to the United States to play. So, um, his contract with um, PSG is ending this summer, or next summer, I'm pretty sure. And a big conversation going around is that he'll go to an MLS club called Inner Miami, which is kind of interesting because the American clubs, I mean, they call it soccer. It's not as big of a deal here. Right. So they probably don't have the money that Messi might be wanting. You would think. Yeah. You would think they throw around a lot of money at those soccer teams in Europe. In Europe, yep, they and not so much sure here. Do. So, so I guess Miami will find a way. If this this kind of thing has happened before, when Beckham came and played for the LA Galaxy, yeah, there was a few players like Pele mo- went to the MLS near the end of his career. So they kind of it's almost like they're going to be the one to make soccer popular in the United States. It doesn't yeah. really usually work. But, you know, if Messi... He, I mean, he's one of the best players. He's one of the GOATs, right? One yep. of the greatest of all time. Really so good soccer player. If he were to come Still here, going in his 30s. Maybe he'd, uh, maybe he'd drive some interest in Miami. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. Might not even happen, but still... If but it's did, speculation. It would be interesting. All right. So basically, we're just talking about a rumor. Yeah. We're spreading rumors is what we're doing right now, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Nobody cares anyway. And that's it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. We love talking sports, and we hope you had fun too. 
Stay tuned for future episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We hope to have lots more content coming your way soon. Thanks for chatting sports with us.